1: All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gallery Podcast on the Sports Gallery Podcast Network Playoff Edition. My name is Talon Jenkins. You're with our host, We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer, gentlemen. How the hell are we doing tonight?
0: Doing good. We got uh, two nights of playoff hockey in the books. We got a uh, three overtime game, and we got a uh, spicy pork and broccoli game winning goalie <laughs> after coming in cold. So it's been a great, great two nights of hockey so far. I am fucked, boys.
2: Had a little bit of a work party last night, and uh, a few of the boys and I went out after that too, and just uh, obliterated ourselves. So I am in not the best condition, but I'm uh, manning up, and uh, we're gonna do this anyway,
1: buddy. The best ability is availability, and at least you're here, man. That's all that matters. Uh, also, I f- what did what did Louis Domingue say? Okay, we'll get into our stuff later, but like <sighs> Louis Domingue was saying. Oh, I, in between the intermissions, I had fucking spicy pork and broccoli. I wasn't expected to go, play. I fucking hate broccoli, man. I don't know. That's just, <laughs> um, <laughs> any, we'll touch on that later. Anyways, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Uh, tons of information on tons of sports as far as gambling goes. They got the MLB. They're ripping. MLB Podcast is sick. NBA playoffs are in the mix. Uh, NASCAR is ripping, golf, you know, we got sick golf tournament coming up, and we got the British Open coming in soon. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, USFL is kicking Open. Off. The Not Open. British okay. Open. Okay, okay, it's both, buddy. It's, it's the same thing. Relax. Um, USFL is kicking off. I don't know, any other sport, man, go check out the website. That's the place to be. Check out the other podcasts, dude. They're uh, they're pretty kick-ass, too. And, of course, go uh, go check out Joel and Ryan's articles for the playoffs that they've been posted on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. These guys are killing it. I've read through them. You guys are doing awesome. Uh, I, I'm proud of you. If that, if that means anything, I'm proud. <laughs> I've had a couple of beers, too, okay? So give me a break. Um, and, of course, shout-out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group's always popping off. It's been pretty sick on playoff time. Uh, Obviously, the banter back and forth is pretty kick-ass. Shout-out to all the new friends and the familiar faces. It's a great place to be if you're trying to win some money, man. It's good to see everybody's input, and uh, you always get a little more intel from somebody that's following a different team. So shout-out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group.
0: Yeah, playoffs just got extra level of, of popping off here in the Slack. And make sure you uh, listen to Tuesday's episode of the Just Sports Gambling Podcast flagship show. It might be a uh, familiar voice on there, familiar face if you want to get some more, more NHL playoff intel. And make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on Apple. You can go to slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s yes, and leave us a five-star rating and review and give us a, a follow on Twitter at hockey sgpn our, our intern's been doing a great job on there pumping out some clips pumping out some graphics so hoping to keep that going throughout the
1: playoffs I do gotta say, I know, man. That intern has been busting his balls off out there. The guy's trying to make a living. Like uh, he's trying to make some money to afford some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and shit. Like that's all we're paying him to eat. But the guy's been fucking killing it. So if you are on Twitter, make sure you do follow that account. He's been uh, he's been putting the work in for sure. All right, gentlemen, we're we're what we're two days into NHL playoffs here. There's been a lot going on, man. We've seen every series play so far. It's been an absolute fucking battle. There's been some good games. There's been some good stuff. There's been some not-so good stuff. But there's also been some surprising things here. How about uh how about we jump into a little bit of a segment where we talk about what has surprised us? We'll call this the shock factor. Boys, what's going on in the shock factor? Ryan, kick the shock factor off. All
0: right, the uh, the shock factor here is just an on-the-fly name. I-, I like it. Um <laughs> Yeah, first night of playoffs, I had a, had a few shutouts. I was kind of shocked a little bit by the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning there. That's uh, Lightning can be yes. shocking, and, and they were, in, in game one, not scoring a goal, wasting an early five-minute power play with the Leafs really getting the better of the chances on that. just went downhill from there for them. We're Recording this on Wednesday at about 5.30 Eastern. So game two is going to be underway and probably in the books by the time you listen to this. So either way, we could sound like idiots. But I think the Lightning, I expect better. I think Vasilev could bounce back. But that was probably the biggest thing that shocked me so far.
1: Uh, Okay, I'll head down. This is the shocker section. You know, uh, two in the pink, one in the stink. We're rocking the (laughs) shocker here. What caught me off guard the most and shocked me... Was the fucking Washington Capitals boys? Obviously, it's only been one game in this series, but like for them to go out and beat Florida four to two, that was pretty nuts. Nobody really saw that coming. Uh, Vitek Vanacek looked okay you know 30 saves that's that's not too bad i thought he wasn't going to be that great but uh i guess the washington capitals man it proves that this team has been there before they've been to the dance they know what it takes to win and maybe it's a bit of an eye opener for florida so we'll see uh we'll see what happens here uh if they can come out flying uh flying on thursday fingers crossed i guess but still that was a that was a bit of a shocker to see the uh the caps take down the panthers four to two well, for me, the uh, first game I watched was the Lightning Leafs.
2: And uh, there were like a million penalties in that game, half of which were not deserving. So I was I agree. concerned that uh, we might get more penalties this uh, postseason. But that hasn't really been the case in the other games. Uh, the last uh, overtime there with the Rangers and the Penguins, there was, I don't think there was what, maybe one penalty that I saw. It was in the background. So I don't know. But I didn't see any uh, major power play opportunities. So I like that uh i was a little concerned early on with that leafs lightning game but it, it's it's going well so far and uh yeah another thing too is the lack of overtime games you know eight games in only one so far just, uh like last year in the first round i think uh there was that one guy who who just bet every game go to go to overtime and he made like uh i don't know 30 units or something like that <laughs> <laughs> but that's hasn't been the case so far so uh, teams are blowing <laughs> up Uh, other teams at the the Leafs and Avalanche in particular. Uh, But yeah, that's, that's uh, two games in and that's all we got so far.
1: I think that, uh, that Pittsburgh, New York overtime game made up for (laughs) it. Holy shit. Triple overtime. Like Jesus Christ. Uh, Honorable mentions here. I don't know if you guys got any honorable mention for the shock factor segment. I can't believe Calgary only beat Dallas one, nothing like one goal in that game. That kind of caught me off guard a little bit. We'll get into it a bit later, obviously uh all right boys move down here jolie the colorado avalanche they uh they trimmed up nashville pretty good final score seven to two on uh on fucking what day was that was that tuesday uh (laughs) yesterday what do you think buddy how'd they play What what was the uh what was the dissection of that
2: Well, you know, when I was at a bar with a bunch of fucking angry Flames fans (laughs) and an incompetent bar manager who couldn't figure out how to turn the game on, I kept trying to ask him, but he was always concerned about the fucking Flames game. (laughs) It sounds like a Flamer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so full of Flames fans, full of Flamers, but I didn't get to see this this, uh, game, and of course I got hammered after that, so I, I... I didn't even watch a recap, but uh, I know who scored. And that's fucking Nathan McKinnon, two goals and an assist. And Kale McCarr, two assists and a goal. Uh, yeah, just lit him up. Predators had to bring in Connor Ingram because Big Save Dave was a, a fucking idiot and let in five goals and 13 <laughs> shots. So he sucks. He can not stand up to the pressure. I mean, uh, yeah, the abs are here. They're the real deal. And uh, this should be a cakewalk of a series like the odds suggested. Uh, what are they now, like minus 2,500? So, uh yeah, there's no hope for the Preds, uh, especially not if they, they play like that. One thing, too, is Matt Duchesne, two goals. He scored both the Predators' goals. The old Avalanche player. I said that he might have a chip on his shoulder against his old You team. did. Uh, yeah, apparently he's the only one uh, working hard for them. So, yeah, yeah, good sign for the future. We're winning the fucking cup.
1: All right, Ryan, anything uh, anything to add to the Colorado Avalanche there? Did you watch that game or no?
0: Um, I, I watched the beginning of it, and then they quickly went up uh, two nothing, just what under three minutes in, two goals and twenty two seconds there. So I was hoping we get some uh, better intel there from the Avalanche expert here, Joel, who <laughs> had, had the inside information on uh, Nazim Kadri last night. But uh, unfortunately, not. Unfortunately, he couldn't uh, persuade the bar manager to put it on, just like he couldn't persuade some people to join our Calcutta draft. So not not very surprising there. But yeah, Avalanche. <laughs> I mean.
1: What the fuck, man? That's uncalled for. E- e- so. I'm hurting <laughs> Not here. mad. Not mad, just disappointed. Eh? Oh Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah 7-2 win. This is what we expected. No UC sorrow so the Predators are going to be lucky to win a game.
1: Yeah, man, you said it. Uh, th- this could be a total shit show here. Honestly, like, if you can can you find anywhere for like Colorado to sweep this series, maybe you'll get some okay money cuz if there's going to be a sweep in the first round, this is probably it, dude. Uh Nashville looked like they didn't fucking stand a chance. Now maybe that'll the tides will shift a bit. Obviously, they could easily win one. That could happen to anybody, but uh fuck, dude, Colorado was in total control in this entire game and I don't uh, expect to see that changing anytime soon. All right, boys, we'll move down to the talk of the town, all right? The talk of this town at least. The fucking Toronto Maple Leafs against the goddamn Tampa Bay Lightning, okay? Let me tell you right now, that first game, that was just absolutely incredible, okay? The Leafs, they got a little sketchy. Kyle Clifford took a five-minute penalty of being a a gutless boy with a pretty dirty hit from behind. I'll admit it it was a pretty dirty hit. Like, you know, you don't love to see that. Now, should that have been a game suspension? I don't necessarily agree with it. Like, fuck, the guy got kicked out of a game like three minutes into it, five minutes into it. Call that the game suspension and just give him a fine or something. But regardless, he is suspended for one game. Now, he might not have even been in the lineup next or tonight either way. Um, But that five-minute penalty kill, dude, that almost, it kind of, you say it could kind of like, pump up the least a bit of, you know, turn the tide, I guess. The fans were really into it. It was good, but our penalty kills have been good all year long. Now, so was Tampa's power play, so you can say that uh, that was a bit of a disappointment from that side of things. This is a crazy win, though, dude. Leafs go up 5-0. The real answer is, is Tampa going to bounce back? Obviously, they are. This is the team, what is Vasilevsky's record? It's like 13-0 in playoff games. 14-0 in playoff games, coming off a a loss. Tampa's going to come out swinging tonight, but... This is kudos to the least, man. i said this all year. If you want to be a good fucking team, you want to be a great fucking team, prove it. You know Tampa's coming for you tonight. Show the fuck up and put them in their place. It's going to be a tight game. I'm looking 4-2, 3-2, 5-4, something stupid like that. It's going to be close tonight, man. But... I'm proud of this Leafs team, dude, and every fan in Leaf's Nation should be as well. They fucking went out there and they earned that game on uh on Monday night, and it was it was everything they could have asked for and more. They got the Jack Campbell shutout. Mitch Marner finally scored a playoff goal. He does hasn't had one in 18 playoff games or something stupid like that, or dating back to 2019. I don't know. Austin Matthews put up two. Like, this is this is everything that this team needed. The thing is. I don't want to say it was almost too easy, but it felt too easy. This wasn't, this isn't the Tampa Bay team that you're playing, right? Like That was just a shit performance. But give some credit to the Leafs, man. Everybody keeps pumping Tampa's tires saying, oh, they'll come out strong, they'll come out strong. Well, they've got to fucking earn it, dude. And this proves that the series isn't going to be a slouch. I believe in this Leafs team. I believe in Jack Campbell. I fucking believed in these guys all goddamn year long. And I'm hoping we see it for the rest of this series here. If they can go into Tampa up 2 nothing. Anything can happen, man. All you need is one in Tampa and you're coming back home to Toronto to close it out, baby. I don't know, boys. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I agree with you. You mentioned there at the end, Jack Campbell getting the, the playoffs shut out there in, in his first start this season. in The playoffs is, is big because that was a big issue with the Leafs for most of the second half of the season is what is their goaltending going to be? And he came out and, and put up there with a, a great penalty kill performance in front of him. Yeah, the Lightning beat them 8-1 with that a week, final week final two weeks of the, of the regular season we we're like okay the lightning are back now the leafs maybe can't can't skate with them and they came out r- responded to that in a big way in game one but yeah the lightning are going to push back hard vasilevsky is incredible after a loss i think he has five shutouts in those 13 or 14 games including to win the stanley cup last last year obviously the maple leafs are a much better offense than the canadians but yeah these lightning know how to bounce back so it's going to be a big game on on wednesday night or last night, probably when you're listening to this, for the Leafs Lightning.
2: Uh, Talon covered most of it there. Uh, one thing that I'll add, though, is the how physical they were. You know, the Leafs teams of the past, they were a bit of a pushover team, but they weren't that uh, on Monday night. They they outphysical the Lightning, which uh, doesn't happen very often. So that that's a good sign for them because they'll need that uh, that presence on the ice to uh, to win the series and go on from that. Um, obviously we know they got the skill and all that. It's just a matter of bringing that playoff hockey to the playoffs. And, uh, that's what they did Monday. So we'll see if that continues or maybe that was just a blip. We'll see. There's still the Leafs. There's always a chance for a, a downfall and a collapse and all that. Uh, we, yeah, and the lightning, they were just, I don't know. They looked as fucked as I was. Uh, <laughs> on Monday. I don't know if they got after Tequila it. Tequila shots in the know. dressing room. But... Yeah, man. They, they looked so bad. Um, like Hedman was awful Vasilevsky was he was the worst goalie that night uh, even worse than Allmark and that, uh, yeah that just terrible terrible play uh, Kucherov was invisible and he was missing stuff there was that one play by Stamkos he had wide open net he missed it uh, that was the turning point in the game I think they would have made it 3-1 to one, but uh, he didn't bury it so uh, yeah yeah Lightning they, they looked as bad as the Leafs looked good that, that's what I gotta say
1: about that series I got two more points I forgot to add. Uh, First thing, you guys saw Morgan Riley just get his fucking lunch fed to him by Pat Maroon. eh? Did you see that or no? Uh, Yeah, and then didn't he he go
0: back after like Jan or somebody? Yeah,
1: he beat the shit out of some fucking small guy. After I get it though, like you get like fuck, dude. If you're a Morgan Riley, you get your shit rocked by Pat Maroon. Pat Maroon's like fucking one of the top three, at least top five, biggest guys in the fucking league, right? Pumps up and then fucking Riley goes and just beats the shit out to somebody else. I get it if I'm Mo, right? Like, I just got my salad handed to you. I'm going to go fucking throw some dressing on somebody else. Uh, <laughs> second thing, boys, if you guys watch this game, like, you got to give a shout out to Leafs Nations fans, man. That fucking arena, the Scotiabank Arena, or to me, it'll always be the Air Canada center, but the Scotiabank Arena in that game was fucking pumping, dude. Oh, yeah. It was loud, dude. It was loud. It was engaged. And that's typically not what you see from that building, man. It's a lot of corporate tickets, a lot of that shit. It was, that was something special, dude. It's the least fan. I don't think I've ever seen that building rocking that hard.
2: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, as soon as Muzzin scored that goal, I was like, where the fuck is this? This is not Toronto. Right? <laughs> yeah, that, that they that credit to them. The fans, the real fans showed up and uh, they showed the energy.
1: Yeah, man. And that goes a long way. That's uh, the home ice advantage should be an advantage, right? And for the longest time it hasn't been. So that's always good to see. Hopefully we get the same atmosphere tonight. Uh, I digress. We'll move on here. Uh, (laughs) Ryan, how about them Florida Claude Jaroos? What do you think, bud?
0: Yeah, it was it was a tough loss in uh game 1 to the Capitals. I thought it'd be a lot easier. Uh Capitals got got an early lead on a power play goal by that uh scumbag Tom Wilson. Didn't surprise <laughs> me. It gave me it gave me a chance to uh live bet the Panthers before they tied it up later later in the period. Early in the second, Kludgeiru scored a goal, first minute, gave him a 2-1 lead. They held that till the uh third period. They were they were putting the pressure on. The Capitals iced the puck, only the referees didn't call it. Uh, Alex Ovechkin decided to play some defense. poke checked it. Kuznetsov scored just seconds after that. Uh, TJ Oshie scored on a pass from Backstrom a few a few minutes later, and then they got an empty netter and make it 4-2. Not a great game by the Panthers. Uh, we we were worried about their goaltending. Bobrovsky didn't didn't look too bad. He made made a few big saves. It's really, can they can they score? You said it in the intro. Uh, Vanek looked good in net. I mean the Panthers haven't really shown anything in the playoffs. In their history really over the past 20 years so they need to step up in in game two
2: yeah yeah i think you covered most of it there uh was actually really good um uh, capitals totally outplayed them um both in terms of scoring chances and uh dominating the uh, center of the ice and uh yeah they were the bigger physical team and uh, they deserve to win that game uh florida what we we've said it they're awesome in the regular season but it's about bringing that to the playoffs and the capitals the those old guys know how to do it and they showed florida how it's done um uh yeah it wouldn't surprise me if the caps uh just keep beating them up and win this series because florida you know you, you can go up uh you can make these comebacks all you want in the regular season, but it's a lot harder to do that in the, the playoffs. Like, they were getting uh, behind in games all season long, but it's a lot harder to uh, reverse that in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I pretty much agree, man. Like, it was, a, it was a good game. The difference to me was that the big guys for Washington showed up, yo. Like, if Washington has to win, your stars have to be on point. Look at the goal scorers. Tom Wilson, as uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov, TJ Oshie, Lars Eller's like, these are the guys that you'd expect to score goals. Obviously noted missing a batchkin but he played well too. But these are the guys that are going to have to step up if Washington wants to win this series. And they did for that game. Now, can they do it for the whole series? That's up for debate. But really the question is, you got to see those guys from Florida stepping up, man. You need more of Barkov. You need more of fucking Mason Marchman. Like these guys that have been so good for them for the past two years, especially all season long, they have to step up and play well. Um, it was a close game. It was good. Washington did have an edge, like Joel said, of course, but can they have the edge for the entire seven-game series if it does go to seven-game distance? I just don't think so, man. I think, obviously, Florida is a better team, and I'd expect uh, expect to see a big bounce-back game next game for Florida here, and they should uh, they should take this series. But, hey, man, Joel said it, too. Like the, uh, the Capitals know how to win. They've been there before. A lot of these guys were on that champion team a couple years ago, so... You know, they, they have just as good of a shot as any. It's the goaltending that scares me, though, man. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. Are you confident in Washington's goaltending? I don't know.
0: Well, you, you mentioned you mentioned the big guys. I mean, Ovi didn't score, but he had that key play to uh, strip, uh, I think it was Uyghur of the puck, and send in Kuznetsov on the breakaway for the tying goal. And then Nicholas Backstrom had, had a great assist on the Oshie go-ahead goal. So, I mean, it's the the main guys are contributed for them. Everyone basically except John Carlson there didn't get a point. But you, you got Wilson... Because that's off Ovi, Oshie, Backstrom, Orlov, Mantha got a power play assist, so they're getting contributions from their top six. But yeah, you you just said it; it's the goaltending. Vanacek is not going to be able to hold
1: up, especially if the Barowski plays as well as he did in Game One. Dude, Anthony Mantha is actually so low key good. Like, if that guy mm-hmm. didn't spend his first couple years in Detroit, people would be like, he'd probably be like up there, at least at least more notable than he is now, man. Like, and he was fucking unreal in junior too.
0: Make sure to get down on the Wins Bet $10 Win $200 promotion where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the Win Bet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same-game parlays with the Wins' own Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three-leg or more Build Your Own Bet parlay between Thursday and Saturdays. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offers subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. How do you take your coffee, a full-bodied roast, something light? We all have our preferences, and no matter what you love to drink, Trade Coffee makes it easy to brew your best cup at home. Trade sells the freshest roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. They ship free to you as often as you like, whole or ground. Whether you're a coffee nerd or just want a better daily cup, Trade's real coffee experts taste test over 400 roasts and use technology to match you to your ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. Take the coffee quiz to get started. Trade Coffee guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll replace it for free. Trade has been featured by the New York Times, Wired, GQ, and has delivered over five million bags of coffee their subscription is no hassle skip shipments change your frequency or cancel at any time and for our listeners right now trade coffer is offering a total of twenty dollars off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com sgp that's more cups more than 40 cups of coffee for free get, to get started take their quiz at drinktrade.com sgp and start your journey to your perfect cup that's drinktrade.com slash sgp for twenty dollars off your first
1: three bags. All right, boys. That uh, that 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 covers our Avs, Leafs, and uh, Panthers talks. Basically, if you didn't notice, Joel's an Avs fan. I'm a Leafs fan, and Ryan's a Claude Giroux fan. So we'll be covering <laughs> these three teams for the remainder of the playoffs here, as long as they're still in it. Um. All right, let's jump into uh to the Thursday games tomorrow. Okay, we we got a quick four. We don't got to go too in depth here, but we'll run through them. Uh, kicking things off, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the New York Rangers game itself is in Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh's money line sitting at plus 130, New York money line minus 150. The over under is at 5.5, over paying off minus 130. The under plus 110 here, boys. I like the Penguins in this series, man. Now, New York will probably get one at least, right? Like, they should. Um, Fuck, I don't know. Like you almost had to take New York. It was such a close game, though, right? So minus one fifty, it's not paying off that well. I'll, I'll take the Rangers here. Yeah, I I,
0: I like the Rangers in the series. I bet them before the series started. I'm probably gonna I bet them again after uh, the game last night with the Smith being hurt. Yeah, I think the Rangers are gonna bounce back here at home. Uh, Shisterkin has been great at home. The Rangers have been great at home, especially if the Smith can't go. It'll be Louis Domingue starting for them. And the play I'm looking at in this game is the under 5.5 at plus 110. After playing pretty much two games on Tuesday night, they have to come back out two nights later and and play another game. It's going to be tired legs. It's going to be playoff hockey. It's going to be a low-scoring game, I think. So under 5.5, you can get that at, at, at plus odds, I think, is a great bet.
2: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll share that opinion there. I like that under. Uh, both goalies were really good, actually, on Tuesday. Uh, sure, Obviously, we know what he can do in the regular season, but we wondered if he can uh, maintain that when the pressure gets heated up in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, he, he was excellent there. The, the Penguins actually outplayed the Rangers for much of that game. Um, so I it, it's hard <laughs> to pick a side here. I would say I'd lean Pittsburgh, but I need to know the uh the status of their their goalies. Uh, I don't want to go to war with Louis Domingue necessarily. Uh, <laughs> especially not against uh, Sturkin if he's playing like this. So it's hard to pick a side, but I'll, if I had to bet this game, yeah, under five and a half here at plus 110, uh, or maybe a, a juiced under six would be the way I would look.
1: Buddy, if fucking pe- Demi- if Dominguez in that and he can't get his hands on some fucking spicy pork and broccoli, you might as well throw the game out the window, okay? Like, you're <laughs> fucked. It's going to be New York.
0: The Penguins also have uh, Ricardo Kell took took a big hit. He's day to day and could miss game two. And and with DeSmith uh, being day to day, the Penguins called up Alex Diorio. And if he has to play, they're just going to get double stuffed by the Rangers.
1: <laughs> you you fucking <laughs> sneaky bitch! Hey, eh? you were just waiting to throw that in, no? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but before we move on the the series odds of that you get pittsburgh at minus 170 and new york plus 140 so if you if you do have a feeling that the rangers are going to take that series and you believe in and now it's not a bad time to uh to jump in on that a plus 140 mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll head down here, at 7.30 p.m. Style. We got the Washington Capitals versus the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Washington on the money line is at plus 200. Florida money line, minus 240. Washington on the reverse cowgirl, or as Joel says, the puck line, minus 120. Florida on the puck line at minus 1.5 is paying off plus 100. Over-unders at 6.5, paying off minus 130. The under, plus 110. Boys, we just talked about it, like, are Florida's big dog is going to show up? And that's, that's what it needs to take. Because apparently, you know, the Washingtons are, especially on the road here. They, they scored one on the road. I don't see Florida getting swept on the road to start this series here. So I'm going to lean Florida. Where do you find the money, though? Like, do you, do you take a gander on the little cuck line there at plus 100? I'm going to do it. I see them answering here. This team's going to come out. They're at home. Uh, this is the president's trophy winning team, man. Like, they're, they're in it to fucking win it. I'm going to take the minus 1.5 at plus 100 here.
0: Yeah, th- I definitely expect the Panthers to bounce back. I don't expect them to be bounce back enough where I'm going to bet them at minus 240. Cuckline could, could be uh, interesting in in the playoffs. We saw the Flames not cover it against the Stars. But the Panthers, I think they have that firepower. Barkov and Huberto had a few chances in the first game, just couldn't, couldn't bury them. Maybe if they do, they're able to win by, by more than two. But I'm probably staying away from the money line. I almost lean to... Washington plus one and a half. I think they'd be able to possibly keep it close, but once again, just playoff hockey under six and a half plus one, getting, getting that there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobrovsky played well. Capitals are going to try to keep clogging up the neutral zone, playing a physical game. So I could see like a, like a three, two, four, two game here. So I think under six and a half at, at plus one, take both of the first two unders. If one of them hits your, you're profitable.
2: Barkov is one of my, uh, players to, uh, Score the most goals in the playoffs at twenty to one, and uh, him missing that two on one chance is uh, not encouraging. Uh, I always said earlier on uh, the Capitals. They they out outworked the the Panthers. They they showed up. They they were bigger, tougher, stronger, and uh, the Panthers kind of wilted there. They couldn't occupy that open ice. Uh, they couldn't use their speed to their advantage because uh, the Capitals. They just uh, they were everywhere. They worked hard and and shut him out so uh you expect florida to bounce back here but the, the line minus 240 i don't think it's that likely so i i would say i would, I would lean to the capitals here at, at two to one uh maybe plus one and a half minus 120 uh my lean maybe the team total over two and a half that would that, be a good look as well i i you know you can go with the zigzag theory you know the the team's gonna bounce back one one but I just think the odds are, uh, are too far in Florida's favor here. I think I'm going to lean to the the Capitals here and the uh, the series price too at plus 160 is is calling me uh Capitals. Ooh. They were the better team in game 1, so I don't think that, you know, they they stole home ice back, right? Now they have the advantage. So, good point. Yeah, So, um uh, I'm, I'm going with the Capitals here as a as a big dog and a series price plus 160.
1: I kinda like it because then when Toronto beats out Tampa, they can just easily walk over fucking Washington in the separate round. <laughs> uh, I forgot to say the series price there was Washington at plus one sixty, Florida minus one eighty, if you're currently interested. So maybe uh maybe ride with Mr. Joel Meyer, the hungover fucking Vancouver nerd boy, <laughs> and uh build a board game and Washington at plus one sixty. So uh, that's always build there board for board game. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> we'll head down to the 9 30 p.m slot we got the fucking Nashville predators versus the colorado avalanche game itself is in colorado uh natural money line sitting at plus 305 they're gonna get fucking pumped colorado money line minus 400 natural on the uh puck line up plus 105 paying plus 125 colorado puck line minus 1.5 paying minus 145 over under is that 6.5 Overpaying off minus 120, the under plus 100. Nashville to win the series. What does that say? Fucking plus 110 (laughs) in Colorado, minus 250. 11-1. 11-1. Okay, whatever. Either way, Jolie, I know that you missed the game because you're too busy getting absolutely fucking buckled with your work, boys. What do you see happening in the series? Does Nashville have a chance, or is Colorado just going to kick the fucking... Kick the fucking out I mean, what do you kick out of somebody? Kick the shit out of somebody. Kick the boogers out of somebody. Kick the fucking nerdness out of somebody. What's going on in Colorado?
2: Oh yeah, there's that uh that tooth in their logo. Well, that tooth won't be there after this series because <laughs> Colorado's oh. gonna kick it out of their mouth. Uh, yeah, with well, a similar situation here, it's the Florida Washington series with the big line, big spread, but in this case, it's uh it's it's more. Uh, deserving because what the the av showed in that first game obviously going up 5 nothing, uh just totally obliterated the the predators there and yeah i mean like like you said i didn't see uh, much of this game but uh, the score speaks for itself and uh the shots speak for itself the, the all the stats just telling me that colorado avalanche are the real deal so uh, i've yeah I would lay the minus one and a half here at only minus one forty five that that's fine with me uh, also an avalanche team total uh, especially because we don't know the predators goalie situation um, it, I don't know if they're gonna put big safe Dave back in that there or they're gonna roll with uh, in- Ingram kid uh, we'll see but uh yeah team total over three and a half is uh minus one ninety five that's in regulation only I don't see this going overtime or you can go with uh, over four and a half at uh, plus 105. So depending on your risk tolerance there, I'm going to go with the Avalanche team total over three and a half. I think that they easily get the four goals. So uh, yeah, maybe the under two, Kemper is playing outstanding. Preds might be a little lucky just to get two by him. So uh, under six and a half, you're paying off plus 100 is an okay bet too. But uh, I'm going with the safer one. Avalanche team total over three and a half.
0: I I like that. Or we can go with the uh, Avalanche race to four goals at minus 160, get a little bit of better price there because I don't I don't see the Predators scoring four in a game at all. This this playoffs, especially against the Avalanche. Yeah, our, our friends over at Winbet are doing us a favor here, giving us the puck line minus 145. That's the best I'm seeing across the board right now so definitely lock that in before more money comes in on that The avalanche are just going to absolutely roll over whoever starts in that for the predators maybe even look at a a first period team total over one and a half for the avalanche which is currently paying plus 160 something like that so look to the avalanche puck line avalanche team total like joel said avalanche race to four is uh, minus 160 race to five plus 120 or just the over in the game at minus uh, 120
1: at six and a half. Yeah, you guys touched him and All those plays are absolutely incredible. Like the over, the race to four, fucking whatever Joel said, I forget. It's the the puck line minus 145. That's pretty good. I'm even going to take a gander here. If you can find a book offering the Colorado puck line minus 2.5, I'm going to take that, okay? Especially if Connor Ingram's in net. Because we talked about it a little bit before the show here, okay? This guy... This guy broke some, this guy made some headlines in the summer for throwing games in the Swedish Elite League, the SHL. He was gambling on games and then letting in fucking like seven goals and shit. And he was taking the other team's fucking puck line. So, if if this fucking kid's in the net, I say kid, he's like, what, 25, 26, like a year younger than me, or two years younger than me. If this motherfucker's in the net, take Colorado minus two and a half, take Colorado minus three and a half. He could easily let in five and have a million dollar bet on fucking minus four and a half. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Uh Even if it's not the case, uh, Big Save Dave is a fucking train wreck. Colorado <laughs> is just too much for this team to handle. And it sucks, dude, because like, can you see Saros really, like realistically, if you see Saros was playing, did, did, does Nashville stand a chance? Maybe a little bit closer, you know, maybe the games won't be as part, and maybe you can even steal a game or two, but Colorado has to be the play in this series, dude. It, it's a fucking no-brainer.
0: Yeah, you can get Avs minus two and a half goals. I'm seeing a plus 115 around there for the series. I mean, you can get them minus two and a half games is minus 200 for them to win in Ooh. That, five or less yeah. uh, score in the series. You can get Avs to sweep at plus 190 abs to win in five at plus 185 abs in six plus 400 so okay i, I think that they, they could sweep not bad there plus 190 but just betting betting the puck line game by game might be the most profitable move here
1: there's money to be made in the series you just got to go hunting man uh also i do have a certain player prop bet that i like in this but I'm going to save it for a little segment we got coming up later. We call that a fucking teaser, boys. Call that a little tea In the radio industry, we call that a tease. Don't get excited, Joel. It's not your kind of tease. Uh, Okay, heading down to the fucking 10 p.m. slot here. We got the Dallas Stars against Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Dallas on the money line at plus 195. Calgary money line minus 230. Dallas puck line at plus 1.5 sitting at minus 130. Calgary puck line paying off plus 110. Over under is at 5.5. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. The series odds. Holy shit. Dallas paid off plus 500. Calgary minus 700. Ryan, I'm going to toss this one over to you here, buddy. Uh, uh, where, Where can you find the money in this game?
0: Well, I thought in Game One you'd be able to find the money on the uh, Flames puck line, but it, it was a, it was a one one nothing game there with the with the with the goalie pulled. They just actually the Stars didn't even have the goalie pulled end of the game. The Flames just had the puck in their end. Uh, but yeah, can't take minus two thirty. Can't really trust the puck line. Uh, I could see another low scoring game here. Ottinger played well. Jacob Markstrom is, is a great goalie, so I would look at taking a uh, a build your own bet here. Dallas plus two and a half under six and a half. You can probably get that around even money. I'm not exactly sure, but those are types of bets I, I like to play in the playoff between two kind of low scoring teams. They worked a lot last year with the Islanders and Canadians. I might look at that uh, for tonight's games between the Kings and the Oilers for a low scoring game. So I think plus two and a half under six and a half. Dallas should be able to keep it close. They showed that in game one. So that's probably be where I would I would look.
2: I'm going to make it uh, four runners in a row here. Under five and a half, oh, minus long. five. Yeah, I think it'll be another close game. Obviously, just one goal in the first one. Uh, stars were able to to keep up with the Flames. Uh, they couldn't score, but that's credit to Markstrom and uh, Calgary's defense. And uh, we're seeing here that the, the focus on this series is not to go all out offensive hockey. It's to protect the net. Um, so I think under five and a half, five and a half here at minus one and five is a decent price. I don't think that we'll see six goals here. Uh, maybe a slight lean to Dallas just because uh, they kept up with the Flames. They weren't uh, outclassed in that game. Um, the Flames were better. They deserved to win, but uh, it wasn't a, a beat down by any stretch of the imagination. So yeah, plus one ninety five here or plus one and a half uh for the stars is a is a decent look as well. But uh better better play would be the under five and a half here. Uh Ottinger too is is a great goalie and uh he, he managed to uh uh show up in uh in a playoff game. I think he's played in the playoffs before. I could be wrong, but uh, uh he's good in this one too. So under five and five under five and
1: a half here. We're going with the under. Yeah, you said it, man. It caught me off guard to see this game being so close in the first game. Uh, maybe the under's a look. You know, if Ondrej plays well, you know, I think it's his name right there, by the way. You got he, it. All right. It yeah, there we go. We got it. Uh, I'm not going to say it again. If he plays well and Markstrom plays well, then maybe it is an under game of 5.5, paying off minus 105. That's okay. Um, but I'm going to be betting the same thing I bet in the first game. Uh, Calgary and regulation paying off minus 130, dude. I think that's... That's got to be the safe money. They could easily... I just don't see this being a one nothing game like it was the first time. Uh, Calgary's clearly the better team in here. Dallas proved they can hang around. They can keep it close. That's why the plus 1.5 isn't a bad play. But I, I can really see Calgary doing this in regulation, dude, especially at home. This team has been absolutely dynamite at home all year long. So yeah, minus 130. I'll take that money all fucking day long.
0: That parlay I mentioned, plus 2.5, under 6.5. She'll be around plus 105. Also, didn't notice both teams had five power plays in Game One. There was only one one, uh, one goal scored total. So, and that yeah. was the Flames goal. That they there were no goals at even strength. Dallas only had 16 shots. So, yeah, this is going to be a, definitely a de- defensive series.
1: That's some Daryl Sutter hockey if I've ever seen it myself. Yeah. Um, all right, boys, that wraps up our Thursday slate here. We got four games on Friday. We don't have the odds. But maybe we can run through just a little standby of the series. Uh, obviously, these teams are playing uh, probably in about an hour at the time of this recording. We are recording at about 6 o'clock here. Um, yeah, we'll jump right into it. Uh, first thing at 7 p.m., Carolina versus Boston. Carolina is up in the series, 1-0 here. I don't know, boys. got like Anti Ranta played well. I'll tell you that, right? I did not expect that from him. He he actually played pretty well. There's a couple of big saves he made, especially on two-on-ones uh, opportunities like that. That caught me off guard. Can he sustain it? I still kind of like Boston in this series. I know we have Carolina in our Calcutta draft or whatever the fuck, the charcuterie draft, whatever the fuck he called it. But I, I kind of see Boston taking one here. I don't know.
0: I, I definitely could see that, especially if the Hurricanes win on Wednesday night, which is the way I'm leaning. Boston going back home down too down well. They they know how to win. They know how to play playoff hockey. So if they go down too well, they're not going to go down 3-0 at home. Alternatively, I think if Boston wins in Carolina, I'll probably be taking Carolina on the road, especially if if the price is good. So I'll probably go whoever loses game two, I'll bet in game three, especially if that's Boston.
2: We're gonna see, need to see more from uh, the Boston top line. They were invisible uh, in Game One. For Jean Marchand, they didn't do much. Though they were the better team, I thought for much of that game. Uh, it's just Ulmark. He let in a couple bad goals, and uh, that was the difference. Uh, Ranta did his part, and that's why the Canes won that one. Uh, but yeah, the Boston big guys have to show up here. Uh, we'll see what happens tonight. But yeah, I'm definitely going to lean Boston here. I I imagine they'll be a slight favorite there at home, uh, especially if they're down 2 0 in the series. Um, Yeah, I I think Boston's going to win the first game at home. Uh, This is a group that's been talking about uh, how they want to win for Bergeron. They know that he doesn't have much time left. uh, So they're not going to go down without a fight. So they're going to, what are you laughing at? They're going to win this one. Good.
0: Yeah, you're saying like he doesn't have much time left. Like, you know, he's, he's looking to the end, the end of the road here. It sounds like you're like he's like dying or something. But yeah, Bergeron, their top guys definitely got to step up.
1: Like Bergeron gone.
0: Um, all
1: right. Heading down to 7.30 p.m. slot, boys. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs versus Tampa Bay Lightning. The game itself is in Tampa. Um, a lot of this is going to depend on what happens tonight, okay? Um, I got to, I got to, before I say this. I was so fucking nervous, so uptight, and so goddamn sweaty during that first Leaf game. I was drenched, bro. I was, like, grisping as shit. I was in one spot. I wasn't moving. Oh, fucking my lovely girlfriend, she was getting me beers when I asked because I just couldn't <laughs> leave my seat. She was so nice about it, too. Um, so shout-out to Jess. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, if these go up 2 nothing here, I don't know, man. I, I can of If they go up 2 nothing. I know it goes against everything. Why can't they go into Tampa and win the first game, dude? Why not? Put the fucking pressure on. Go up 3-0 in a series, you know? And maybe it'll be a bit different from this team. A lot of it depends on what happens tonight. But, uh, fuck it, dude. I believe in this team. I'm fucking all in on this team. I am hearts in on this Leafs team. And not to discredit Tampa Bay here, especially at home. This team has been absolutely fantastic all year long. But, uh... Uh, I don't know, man. The, the, this Leafs team this year is something special. So I'm going a, I'm to a say that. If the Leafs go up, they're going to win. If the Leafs go down, they're going to win in Tampa first game either way. So fuck it. I'm in the Leafs in this game.
0: I, I might be giving too too much uh, credit to home ice advantage here, but I'm I'm going to go with Tampa Bay either way. They have the experience, especially if they're down 2-0. They're going back home. They know they have to get back in the series or if the, even if they tie it up tonight they they could take a series lead after a, an embarrassing shutout loss in game one so tampa bay at home depending on the line maybe if it's, if it's if it's too high maybe don't lay the juice but i think tampa bay on on home ice will will, will get the job done in game three
2: this is definitely one you need to know what happens tonight because if uh the lightning uh, play like they did on monday we'll know they're fucking dead uh, but if they show some spirit here some effort we'll know that they have some life left i mean this is a team that you know obviously won two cups but that involves a lot of games and so they might be a little bit tired after all of that uh it's tough to maintain that kind of uh, um focus and energy for that long but uh they are a winning team they should have the culture to withstand this and fight on so i think i'm going to lean to the bolt as well uh tough one to call though maybe uh and we'll take another under here. Uh, we know Jack Campbell played awesome in the first game of that shutout. And Vasilevsky uh, has to do better than than he was there. So uh, I'm going to go with the under here. It's probably going to be six and a half again. So, yeah, that's where I'm looking in this one. Maybe slightly into the bolts. Better play in the under. Theme of the show for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, heading out to 9:30 PM slot here. We got the Minnesota Wild versus Saint Louis this game itself was in Saint Louis. Uh, currently, as the San Saint Louis is up in the series one nothing. Uh, we'll find out more after tonight's game, of course. Uh, Ryan, what do you think here, dude?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, this is going to be uh, like Joel said about about uh, Tampa Bay Toronto. It's going to depend on, on what happens Wednesday night. If you see Mark Andre Fleury start is starting again, so if if he does not play well, you could. Go with the, the the Wild with Cam Talbot if they go in net there. I think home ice is going to be important in this series, just like with, with the other two. I do think the Wild are, are going to bounce back at home, so I think it'll be 1-1 going back to St. Louis. I, I, I would probably, I don't know, I, I can't handicap this game yet. Lean to the home home team and probably lean to the under.
2: Uh, i think i'm going to lean to the uh, the away team here with the the wild uh, obviously again we need to know what happens tonight but they are the better team uh blues obviously have what it takes to beat any team in this league in the playoffs that's what they're built for but uh the Wild, they just they they have more depth uh they have better defensemen in particular and uh, uh i don't know if there's a question about the goal now after Hustle's fine performance in game one but Obviously, he's he's still not uh, at Flurry's level there, so uh, I'm going slightly into the wild here.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm on Minnesota in this game. I'm on Minnesota tonight too. I think that come Friday night when this game's done with, Minnesota's going to be leading the series two-one. They had an absolute stinker against St. Louis at home, and this is a team that's been absolutely unreal at home all year long. Going on the road, they haven't been that bad either, man, and. You know, Flurry looked fine. The team let him down in front of him, truth be told. Uh, but Cam Talbot's just as fucking good. So it doesn't matter who they play in this game. I got more confidence in those two than I do in Vinnie Huso. I know Vinnie Huso's had an absolutely unreal year, but I'm going to put it down to goaltending in this. Um, I'm just not sold on St. Louis, dude. Like Maybe it's because I haven't watched enough of them this year, and maybe I'm totally out of left field here. But I... I said earlier I think Minnesota's going to easily win the series. I even said they're going to win the series by two games. I st- I stand by that, dude. It's going to be it's going to be tight. They're, these games are going to be good. Like obviously we saw that. But uh I, I just really think Minnesota's the better team and most importantly, I think Minnesota has a fuck of a lot more to play for than St. Louis does here. Uh, we talked about their salary cap implications for the next 2 or 3 years going forward. It's uh it's got to be time for this team to turn the jets on.
0: I do like the Wild right now series price at at a plus 165. Especially because mm-hmm.
1: I expect, expect them to win tonight and that, that to come down. Oh, if they win tonight, that'll drop significantly mm-hmm. for sure.
0: We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/sgp again that's athleticgreens.com/sgp to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the Internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the Internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today.
1: All right, boys, we're so jumping to the 10 p.m. slot. Last game on the docket here. We got the goddamn shitty-ass Mike Smith-led Edmonton Oilers. Sorry, Bearcats. Against the LA Kings. Game itself is in Los Angeles. Currently, as a stands, LA has a 1-0 lead in this series. Obviously, that may change uh, tonight. We'll see where things stand. Uh, Jolie, what do you think, bud? What do you see happening in Game 3 here? Maybe even a prediction for Game 2.
2: Uh, this is a bad matchup for the Oilers. We're seeing that uh, play out after Game One. I was on the Oilers for the series, and in my Calcutta, I do have the Oilers. So zero and four there, by the way. So that's not looking good. Uh, but uh, it, uh, it's it's about Philip Deneau, Anze Kopitar neutralizing the uh, high powered attack of the Oilers. Uh, you know, Nathan McKinnon was asked uh, who's the who's the one player that's the hardest to play against, and he said. Philip Deneau, back when he was in Montreal. So that just shows you that Deneau can, has the the talent to keep up with these, these awesome forwards. Uh, so, yeah, that's happening here. Uh, we'll see if uh, McDavid can break through that. I mean, he scored an unreal goal, uh, just one end of the ice to the other, just deking everybody out and scoring on, on uh, Johnny Quick, who is awesome, by the way, too. So uh, mm-hmm. that's another hurdle to overcome for the Oilers because they're not going to win the goalie battle. Uh, if Mike Smith plays anything like he did in game one uh, for this one. Uh, I, I imagine the Kings will be a big dog again. So I guess I'll lean to the Kings here just because uh, uh, it could be a coin flippy game. And uh, the Kings have shown that they have the they, uh, the noose to uh, neutralize the, the Oilers attack. Uh, of course, they got the veterans there too. Dustin Brown, Kopitar. All those guys. So yeah, I'm gonna lean here to the Kings.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the uh the youngster Dano scored the game winning goal. They have Kopitar, too. So uh I dunno if the uh Oilers be able to fill up the net against these two good two good centers there. It's I'm expecting another low scoring game. Uh for tonight. I'm liking the under six and a half, plus two and a half parlay, getting uh plus one thirty-five on that. Probably even better on, on home ice, especially if the oilers do win tonight. As I would lean to the Kings in, in game three at home. I think they're going to be able to play a, at least a low-scoring game, so do that parlay. And I'm very disappointed neither of you caught on to my Philip Deneau pun.
1: I, <laughs> I I thought I heard something, but I wasn't going to say it. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll be honest. I, I bet the Kings tonight to win this game because I'm pretty heavy on the Kings in this series. I said I think they're going to beat Edmonton. But to me... In game two tonight, which is not what we're talking about right now, but in game two tonight, I think Everton's going to show up. I think we're going to see McDavid take over this fucking game and get a win at home before these boys go out to L.A. Now, with that being said, this series going 1-1 into Los Angeles, I'm on the Kings for game three, man. Like Honestly, Joel touched on it. Jonathan Quick is fucking throwing back the clock, dude. This guy's playing lights out. Some of the saves he made the other day, absolutely fucking mind-blowing. And could you imagine that this team had Drew Doughty playing for them right now? Like, obviously, I know he's a bit older, but he's a steady. He's obviously, arguably maybe the heart of the team. But maybe that's more of a reason they're trying to win it. You know, win it for Drew kind of thing. I'm all in on the Kings here, dude. They look fucking good, man. Trevor Moore, I'm not just saying it because he's a former Leaf. This guy has been a fucking stud all year long, dude. I think he put up, like, 60 points quietly. Obviously, that's nothing crazy to write home about. But the Kings weren't that sharp to start the year off, man. So give some credit where credit's due. Uh, I like this lineup, dude. uh, I know we talked about this on a couple other episodes, and it's so fucking stupid to say. I think we were saying about the Buffalo Sabres. This team looks like they're having fun, man. It's a group of young players and a nice mix of vets in there, but it looks like they're bonding. They're getting along. They're having fun, and it shows on the ice, man. And Edmonton, there's a lot of pressure. Who has more pressure, the Oilers in this series or the Kings? Obviously, the Oilers. Sometimes that can kind of hurt you a little bit. So I'm uh, i I'm like in L.A. in Game 3 for sure, and uh, I'm happy with what I've seen from this Kings team, man. Yeah, don't, forget,
2: uh, don't forget Canucks legend, too, Alex Edler. He's, oh, yeah. He's a, He's a fine uh, force on that back end, especially the Dowdy out,
0: uh,
1: keeping those kids in line. Yeah, somebody has to, eh? Somebody has to.
0: Yeah, Kings have absolutely no pressure. This is like a rebuild season for them. They were so they were happy to make the playoffs and yeah, one game one. I mean, keep keep it on keep it on keep the pressure on Edmonton. If they get swept again, they're gonna have some uh, changes in the offseason. Maybe a uh Leon Draisaitl to the Flyers trade.
1: Oh, okay, I don't know about that. You guys can't the afford fucking nine mil on your cap. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um also side note, Quentin Byfields look pretty good, eh? For LA. That's mm-hmm. always good to see the kid playing. Um, all right, boys, that covers our Friday games as well. We'll move it down to a quick segment here. Um, any props, player props, con Smythe? But I know it's pretty early to talk con Smythe, but maybe uh anything we're kind of keeping an eye on here. I'll I'll kick things off, boys. I said it before playoffs even started and it fucking hit for me last game i bet it no probably hit again nathan mckinnon shot on goals take the over it was at 4.5 paying off minus 120 the other day he had fucking four shots after the first period Especially playing against a shitty fucking Nashville game or team, but truth be told, when he's playing better teams, Nate Dogg seems to put the puck on more. This guy can easily take over a fucking series on his own. And when it's on the power play, he's the fucking man. Obviously, Joel might be able to touch on that a little bit more for me, but like Nate Dogg's buzzing, dude. So I'm gonna be riding this bet. You know how I was on Patrick Laine shot total over, you know, in the season and shit. Nate Dogg's my playoff guy, okay. So Nate McKinnon over the number on shot totals, also sleeper pick. Ilya Mikheyev for the Leafs overshot total. It's at two and a half for tonight's game. It'll probably be the same for the Friday game or whenever they play next. Uh, yeah, fucking take that, man. It's paying off minus 105. This guy gets chances out of his fucking asshole, and I think he's currently playing second-line minutes with uh, John Tavares, too. So, Johnny T is feeding on the puck. Mikheyev's shooting, man. So, keep that. That's what I'm going to be betting as far as player props.
0: Yeah, I threw some player props in the uh, Slack last night. I had Andrew Kopp point. He's playing with... Uh... Panarin and Strom, I think. He picked up a point on one of the Rangers' goals. also had Frank Vetrano, who didn't get a point, but I think about it, I broke about even there. Uh, shots on goal, I'm looking tonight, I'm looking at Victor Hedman, over two and a half, minus 125. He's got three or more in, in 10 straight. So I think that defenseman, especially if we get on the power play, he'll be shooting. Alex kalorn gone over one and a half. That's his total in 10 straight. So that's, that's a trend to watch. And then for underdog, uh. Anthony Sioux for the Kings has gone over two and a half and eight of 10. And he's plus 120 tonight. So look at these guys and just in general, I've seen teams shooting the puck more, getting pucks on that. So maybe look at some goalie save overs as well.
2: Well, you guys know I'm not much of a player prop guy, but I've, I have a, a few bets on the con's life and uh, they haven't moved much. Like Hale McCarr got him 15 to 1. I think Ryan got him 20 to 1. And, uh, that the book on Better Matt, he's still 15 to 1 even though he scored and had two assists in game 1. Um Nathan McKinnon is the favorite there at 10 to 1. I think there's still value there cuz he had a couple goals and an assist and uh, his odds haven't moved much either. Uh, so yeah, if they keep up that dominant play, those, those odds should drop by then in the series uh, if we keep up these, these stats. Awesome Matthews interesting. He's the biggest mover. He's down to 11 to 1 after uh, a couple of goals there for the Leafs so That's interesting. Uh, A little too low there for my liking, though. uh, Because I think the Lightning uh, are going to make that a series and uh, potentially win it. Uh, Otherwise, Shosturkin at thirty to one is okay. I think that he he's a good good gamer in that first one. Um, He showed he can do it in the playoffs. Uh, Who else is there? Elias Lindholm, he scored for the Flames, thirty-five to one. He's uh, behind Goudreau and uh, who's the other one? Goudreau and Kachuk on the first line there. <laughs> so that's interesting. He's the one who scored the goal. I think he's a uh, he's uh, the most uh, well him and Kachuk are the best playoff performers. We'll see if Goudreau can uh, uh, can uh, find his game there. He's he's been a noted uh, Mitch Marner, if you will, in the playoffs. Uh,
1: <laughs> fuck you.
2: <laughs> so yeah, those are just a few things. So Lindholm there, thirty-five to one. Kale McCarr fifteen to one. Um, and it's just drinking maybe thirty to one. I don't know about that. I think the Pens actually going to win that series. Uh, who else here? Let's see. Uh, Jack uh, is thirty to one. What the fuck? He's not winning. That's
1: really so funny. <laughs> no, he's thirty to he's one. On. The entire fucking playoffs. What are you talking about?
0: Three hundred to one.
1: He's J.S. Chagier times fucking Junior, but. I have
0: uh, a uh, DJen's only bet here. You can get anti Ranta if Frederick Anderson doesn't come back. Carolina has a lot of guy, different guys going to be putting up points. I mean, Aho might might get it, but Ranta at sixty to one. If if they play good defensive hockey, that's that's worth a sprinkle there.
1: Fuck you, yeah, might yeah, as well take, take big save Dave.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's not uh, Markstrom eighteen to one is is a good one. That's,
1: that's a, a good play. play. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, boys, that covers up our uh, Player Props slash uh, Con Smythe segment. We'll keep that updated as, uh, as playoffs go on, of course. Uh, we'll, we'll keep track of the odds there. Uh will move things down quickly to our our last segment on the docket. We talked about this on the first, uh, or not first, but our last episode here. Our uh, playoff bankroll with our, uh, uh should remind our Puck Bucks, you know? The, the Puck Bucks segment, if you will. We've added a couple to our list each year. Now, Ryan went all in. Ryan added four. So, uh... <laughs> All right, fucking big boy giraffe man, what do you got here? What are you thinking?
0: There, there was actually one more I thought about adding during the show, but I, I'm not going to. Guy. I'll stick with the four. <laughs> um, I'm adding, I already have 55 puck bucks on the Rangers at minus 110. I'm adding 25 puck bucks on the Rangers to win the series at plus 140. Not sure about the Penguins goalie situation. So I'll I'll take the, the plus odds at just 25 bucks. I'll taking the Rangers to win game two minus 150 for 37 uh, 50 puck bucks to win $25. Just think they'll be able to bounce back there. And then I'm taking the Lightning to win the series at plus 180 for 25 puck bucks. And uh Pittsburgh Rangers under five and a half in game two plus one ten for fifty puck bucks. I think that's a good price for a team with Shisterkin and should be um uh low scoring game after going to three overtimes. Okay, pussy, what
1: do you got?
2: <laughs> uh I'm stealing the uh, Ryan's fucking F1 uh, race bet here. We're going we're going <laughs> racing. Caught on Avalanche race to four. For all the shit you give me for that
1: it's the fucking Max oh, Verstappen
2: it, bet. But. It's it's a way to get off uh, 35 cents. So uh, why not? Yeah, Max Verstappen. Here we go. Uh, minus 160. <laughs> Avs should cruise in this one. I don't see the Predators getting to four. So basically, this is just a better number on the team total. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm going to put in 75 cuck bucks there. And um, <laughs> what else do I got here? I got the, the Capitals series winner plus 160. Uh, I think that that's a disrespectful line. I don't think that the uh, the Panthers have proven themselves in the playoffs. So until they do, I'm gonna be fine taking that plus money on a team that uh, that you know they get to the second round almost every year. So they are they they've shown they can do it. Uh, they get the older, more experienced guys and uh, the better goaltending so far. I mean, Bravski is a good too, but Banachek is uh, is uh, doing fine too. And finally. McCar Conn Smythe fifteen to one. I said it. Uh, oh, I put forty bucks on the Washington series winner for you. That's for well, you. Forty what? One 40 sharp what? shark. Forty whatever, man. Forty <laughs> cut bucks on Capitals series winner plus one sixty. And finally, McCar Conn Smythe, fifteen to um, one. This guy is the is the engine of the team. Obviously, McKinnon is the face, and he gets all the glory and all that. But it's it's McCar. He's the one who. He runs the show from the back end. Uh, he's so important to this team. Um, I mean, I'm fine, McKinnon there, ten to one as well. But McCarr, fifteen to one, just a better price. And uh, yeah, the voters already know about him with the Norris race. So I think that's a, a, a good number for uh, a guy on a team that's very likely going to the Western Conference semifinals and quite possibly the Stanley Cup Finals. So ten bucks on McCarr, cons by fifteen to one.
1: All right, I got, uh, that's 10 uh, puck bucks, by the way, not just bucks. Uh, I got Calgary in regulation for tomorrow's game, uh, paying out minus 130. I'm putting 100 puck bucks in this, man. I like this play, dude. I uh, i don't think this game's going to be as close as the last one was, and I have full strength of Calgary, especially at home. So I do like that. I also have a Minnesota Wild series win. I'm doubling down on this because I took it earlier. I think I took them to win by two games last episode. Uh, I'm doubling down, man. Minnesota series win currently sitting at plus 165. I'm going to throw another 60 puck bucks on this. I uh, I do believe this Minnesota team is better than St. Louis. Might come back to bite me in the ass here, but I'm going to double down for now. I'll let you know next episode how I feel about it. <coughs> now I'm not going to add this officially to my list. But fuck, I like what Joel just said with the McCarr Con smythe play, man. Uh, plus, what do you say, 1500 or some shit for McCarr here? Um, dude, you said it. Like, Nathan McKinnon, he, he's the he's the tits. He's the titties of that Colorado team. But McCarr's the ass, baby. He's what drives the fucking play. I love that bet, dude. Fucking. So real life, I'll probably be doubling down on that and throwing a little bit in on there. So keep that in mind. I do like that play as well here. Uh, gentlemen.
2: Also- I also got him 50 to one for top point score before the playoffs. So that's As uh, a D-man?
1: that's a D man. That's crazy. Yeah. It could happen like
2: 50 to one, man. And yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's not just a D man too, right? He's like a, an auxiliary forward
1: fucking dynamite on the power play too. All right, boys, that covers up a bankroll segment that pretty much covers up uh, anything else here. Any uh, final thoughts before we wrap this up or is that pretty much it?
0: I just want to give a quick update on our uh, Stanley Cup draft from I believe this was the midseason. I forget if it was the holiday break or the All-Star break Olympic break there, but um, I think it was around we, Christmas around Christmas. We each drafted, um what's that, six teams. So we have, I think, all the playoff teams covered. Um, I'm the only one with all my teams left. I have Colorado, Florida, Minnesota, Edmonton, Calgary, and St. Louis. Talon has Toronto, Tampa Bay, Boston, Washington, the Ducks, and the Predators. <laughs> Let's go Ducks, baby! <laughs> Joel has the Hurricanes, the Golden Knights. Yeah, this, this must have been hot over, <laughs> around Christmas. Uh, the Rangers, the Penguins,
1: the Stars, and the Jets. Yeah. Not good, not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, anything can happen here. I mean, we, we each got we each got a couple teams that are still in contention. Obviously, Ryan has all of his teams in the playoffs but uh, I don't know, man. I, I like some of my Eastern Powerhouse teams here, so anything can happen. We'll, uh, we'll have more on that following as it goes. All right, boys, let's wrap things up here. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Everything. MLB's popping off, NBA playoffs are on its way. NHL playoffs are kicking. It's been fucking sick uh what else we got we got golf we got nascar mma fucking everything usfl that league is sick i've been having so much fun watching that on uh, on weekends it's great to see some football um so yeah man go check out the website and check out the articles our boys here you know ryan gilbert joel meyer they they put a lot of work in it and it's good shit too man so uh give these guys uh give these guys a little tire pump here as we like to say on this show go check out their articles you can find them at the sports gambling podcast network website uh as well uh, appreciation uh, shout out to everybody that joined our bracket challenge it was cool to see all the groups in there uh ryan touched us some pretty kick-ass names too so it'll be exciting to follow that and see who ends up getting the w in there um and yeah man shout out to all of our friends and pals in the slack group slack group's always popping off oh i meant to say this earlier uh we got to give a shout out to go bearcats the guy's four and (laughs) oh so far in his series for our uh, calcutta draft his teams are four and oh So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Obviously, anything can happen, but the guy deserves some credit and some praise there. But yeah, man, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Slack group. If you're not in the Slack, get your ass in there, dude. It's free. This is the best time of year to do it. It's fucking playoffs, man. It's been pumping more than ever. Obviously, you'll see some fun shit. You'll see Joel sending fucking shit that he doesn't even make any sense. You'll see Ryan fucking doing whatever, just chirping shit and throwing a bunch of nerd stats in there. I don't know. You'll see me throwing leaf stuff, like just cats and shit. So, fuck yeah, dude. Get your ass in the Slack. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group.
0: Yeah, if you can't get enough of us, if if we don't have a podcast for that day, you can always just go to SG.pn slash NHL picks. Take to the NHL Picks page. Uh, Joel, I and, and Bear Cat, Go Bearcats have been making picks. Uh, Talon should hopefully get on there if he if he remembers. Or yeah, join the That's Slack. We're, we're we're throwing them in there all the time. Got player props going around, got live betting opportunities. So make sure you join the Slack. It's a really good time. And if you made it this far, you can't get enough of us, leave us a goddamn five star rating and review on Please. Apple Podcasts, sg.pn slash hockey. Let us know how, how, you th- how you think about us so I don't, I don't get more enraged as the playoffs move along. There's already, already enough pressure, already enough intensity. I don't need more non-review uh, rage.
1: Ryan's about to blow a gasket, man. The Flyers <laughs> played like shit. His fucking uh, Florida Claude Giroux are down one nothing in the series and he has no five-star reviews. You guys are killing this fucking <laughs> guy, bro. Like, holy shit. Um... <sighs> All right, everybody. Uh, my name is Talent Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94. Uh, pour one out for my washing machine because it has to wash my fucking sweaty ass fucking pajama pants. I watch Leaf games in because my nut sweat's getting everywhere because I keep freaking out during these fucking playoff games and it's all sweaty and gnarly.
0: <laughs> I'm Ryan Gilbert. <laughs> you can... You can... Find me on Twitter at Gilbert, SOP and make sure you follow the uh, Hockey Gamble Podcast Twitter account at HockeySGPN so the intern feels good about himself.
1: He will need your money and follows to eat sandwiches, okay? So if you don't follow that, that motherfucker's gonna starve.
2: And I'm Joel Meyer. You'll find me at the bar showing the manager how to work a fucking remote. <laughs> it's not that hard.
1: Joel will be out there flashing the bar manager's fucking McKinnon's, AKA his titties, baby.
2: Peace!